Hey, yo. We are Fantasy on Draft, or the podcast, if you will. I'm your host, Nick M.F. Land. Welcome to episode numero 24. I'm excited to say we're back, baby. I took a little vacay for a couple of weeks, but we're back and maybe better than ever, or maybe just as good. I don't know. You, you let me know. I want to introduce my co-host today. I got a fantasy football veteran for many years, a past champion, and the prettiest guy I know, Matty Sadie. How you doing? I'm doing well, brother. You are just so kind. Man, You're so great to so have kind. you here. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Over here on my left, we have the trade whisperer himself, our current champ in our Keystone Dynasty League, Joe Griff. How are you doing, Joe? Dude, I'm great. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited. Man, I'm ex- thrown off. I thought you botched the intro. The prettiest guy. <laughs> no, I see it. Uh, the lighting's yeah. just right here. Yeah, the lighting be. is perfect. You kind of got him spotlighted over here. I can, I can stare into Maddie's eyes. Uh, just a little housekeeping. We'll get it out of the way real quick. If you're hearing us, you've already found us. But we'd like to let you know we are on Spotify, we're on SoundCloud, and Apple Podcast. We'd love to have you follow us, maybe rate and review us on Apple. It, it definitely helps people to, to find our show when they search for us. If The more ratings, the more they kick you up the, the page. Uh, we have a Facebook page at Fantasy on Draft Podcast. We have a Bad Fantasy Football Trades page on Facebook that I think we all try to stay off of as much as possible, but it doesn't always happen. We like to uh, see people's bad trades that they've either somebody offered it to you or maybe a bad trade that went down in your league. We like to see that. We like to put it on the show and, and make fun of it. We'll probably do some of that a little bit later. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com slash fantasy on draft. Check us out. Patreon is a place that you can help support the show financially if you'd like. For as little as a dollar an episode, you can help support us. Keep this podcast running. Keep us talking into your ear holes if you like. Seriously, even $1 an episode, one cup of coffee a month helps us out so much. And we're also looking into getting a, a Discord channel set up for Patreon members so we can chat and you can ask us start and sit questions or trade questions whenever you want. Today's episode is going to be a little less organized than what we've been doing in the past, but we're kind of going to wing it. It's our first time together, so we'll we'll see how it goes and we'll... Try not to talk over each other a whole lot, but we'll see how it how it works out. But we're going to talk about a lot of the a lot of the moves that have happened in the NFL, free agency trades that have happened. It's been been kind of a crazy crazy season since the NFL opened on March sixteenth. But we'll we'll get into that. But first, let's get into our beer of the day. We are drinking a KBS Espresso from Founders Brewing. Joe, do you know this is different than their regular KBS, right? It is, definitely. They got a few different variants. They got the, the fudge, they got the espresso, and then uh, there was another one, the cappuccino or something. something I saw a Nutella one that they had. I was on their website, and I, I couldn't find espresso, but I could find their regular one, and I could find a Nutella so I wasn't oh. sure at first if this one was the regular one, or but it's a different it's, variant. It's a different one. The, the, my favorite was the yellow. I, it was some sort of cappuccino, cocoa nibs, something or other. Cinnamon, yeah. I think. That's, oh, yeah, cinnamon, cinnamon. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, that, yeah. One was that one was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Founders is out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. They're at Founders Brewing. Um, you can find them at www.foundersbrewing.com as well. 
And this is a bourbon barrel-aged stout with coffee. That's why they call it a breakfast stout, because it uh, it wakes you up. Matt, have you tried it yet? I have. I've taken a couple sips. Uh, I really enjoy it. Any KBS is fantastic, so it's hard to knock any of them. Um, with the espresso, you definitely get that little bit of kick at the beginning there. Um, real smooth. I love Founders beers. I definitely rate it probably a eight even. Yeah, I, I really like it too. It, it's definitely got a, a little more coffee, I think, than the regular one does with, with the espresso beans. And I'd say it, I would probably prefer it just a tad bit colder. It was actually just sitting in my car. I was wanting it to kind of warm up, but I think I might want it just a tad colder. I think Joe can get us a couple ice cubes. It'll just be just <laughs> fun. <laughs> Let's water down this delightful stout here. No, trying, I was trying actually, to bump it up to an 8.1. <laughs> That's funny you said. I was, I was right in the 8.1, 8.2 range. Um, I think it's just thick enough to be like a, a nice barrel-aged stout. If it's too thin, it kind of loses me. If it's just molasses, uh, it can be a little bit much. So I think it kind of hits the sweet spot for me. So, I'll, yeah, I'm right in the... 8.15. I heard something about decimals. Ooh, so dang, let's, uh, okay. Wow, okay. let's go We're deep in the decimals on my, my debut. <laughs> Our buddy Ken, he is not going to like that. He hates the regular decimals, but oh. two decimals. Oh, Woo. man. He's going to freak out. Yeah, I think it's really good. I, I like the mouthfeel of it. It's not uh, – I think molasses was a good word, Joe. I don't think it's super molasses-y. There we go. That yeah, I was, I was hoping you were going to know that. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I think I'm right about – I'm probably about a 7.9. Um the, I'm not a huge coffee guy. I don't really drink coffee myself. I do like coffee in my beer, but I, this one's a little coffee forward for me. You know, I've been up since about 6 a.m., so it's hitting just right right now. I got a little <laughs> boost right. right at the end of the evening. Keep me awake. Keep me on my toes, and that is uh, exactly what I need right now. All right. Well, yeah, Founders, they, they make really good beer. Their barrel-aged program is great, so if you see them around pick them up, try it out, let us know. We'd love to hear what you think of this, especially if you try this one. If you try the Espresso KBS, we'd love to hear it. Um, Let's do it, guys. Let's jump into NFL, uh, I don't even know, free agency, trades, moves, unretirements. I mean, it's it's been a crazy couple of weeks. They're just keeping their fan base, like even in the off season. The NFL just knows how to play this game to keep people that are fans continually tuning in they're like what happened today what am i going to watch it's you know if you're not on espn you're on the nfl network or you're online you want to know what teams are doing especially your team and that's what just the nfl has done so great am i wrong is this year crazier than other years or do i just not remember because this year is happening right now no thousand percent this it's it's crazy this is this is wild like it's i've never seen anything like it i mean there was like four days in a row there that was just like blockbuster trade blockbuster trade pickup unretired like yeah yeah the alerts that were popping up every time was just like yeah and it's almost like you had to double verify everything because you're like this is this isn't true this isn't like he's not retiring this guy didn't get traded there and it's just every single day has been like that yeah and i think that leads into our first guy that that surprised me quite a bit uh tom brady unretired <laughs> he's back baby he did not wait around no he, he, he went and spent a little bit of time with the family and said f this i gotta go play football <laughs> you I know was, G- giselle's really let herself go so it's obvious <laughs> why he's, exactly. he's like you know take care of the children i'm gonna i'm gonna go get hit by 300 pound men <laughs> so i have to admit i was i was writing our doc out and i was trying to put everyone's age in just so we you know when we talk dynasty we have a thing and i was just like tom brady 42 all right let's move on <laughs> and then i was like man that is that right 
And I went look, 44. It's unreal. Didn't, Didn't he at one point say he wanted to play until he was 45? Yeah, 45 thing? was yeah. the number. That yeah, was okay. the number. He's trying to get it. And well, I think this year would be his 45th year. But I also saw a thing that says maybe he will go longer. Yeah, that was that was the whole um, hype with him and his TB12, like it, basically uh, his conditioning. He was saying, at this rate, and the way I feel, I feel like I can play 45. And it's, I mean, the man played every snap he could last year. Like he didn't. And he well. Just, yeah, very well. I mean, totally. Top I'm, three quarterback. Yeah. It just, it's almost un, MVP. It's unreal. Like I, you've, we probably won't ever see anything like this ever again. Like, and I know like you, it's easy to say that, you know. But it's still just, it's unreal. It, he's been playing this long. It's hard to comprehend. I've said it on the podcast a few times, but I'm so happy he left New England just so we can get kind of more of actual Tom. Yeah. Because yeah. I had a rough time rooting for him when every answer was, you know, textbook and that's the way, you know, we do it and blah, blah, blah. It's been, I'm glad that going this long, at least he's funny now. Totally, and it doesn't seem like he's censored. Like right, that's what it right. felt like. It felt like he was playing. Hundred percent. It's like when you see a baseball player go play for the Yankees. You know, you right. they immediately like Gian being with their shaved his beard immediately. Like it's they have this you know cut exactly must be like this. And under Belichick's wing, I think he felt that way. And then once he left there, he's like, well, I'm in Florida. I can pretty much say whatever I want when I'm down here. Yeah, and he's he's Tom on the field where he is still yeah. no nonsense, fired up as he's ever been. And then he's. Avocado tequila, Tom, when he's off the <laughs> clock. And I love to see both. I mean, get you somebody that can do both, right? It, it, really, it really did make me happy to see him just I love having a great time. Yeah, <laughs> getting carried from one place to another. Like, good for you, man. Good stuff. Do you guys think that he plays for Tampa this year? Oh, man. I had not considered an alternative. Oh, There's lots of talk that him and Bruce don't get along. There and then there was, uh, I mean, obviously a lot of smoke, but Miami was very interested. Miami was really, but the Niners are actually uh, a talk that that possibly that he wants to come out and play in California. I I think he still plays for Tampa. I think he knows he's figured that out. Him and Bruce, even though they may not like each other, they're on the same page of how they want to play, how competitive they want to be. I think Fournette stayed there because of that. I think there's a lot of moving pieces based and hinging on hinging uh hinges on what he does there and i think he knows he has a possible championship team again i think he stays yeah i think so i i mean what you're saying is right i just i know that i mean the niners are could easily be a tom brady away from the super bowl too um mm-hmm. you know and that but i don't know how that would make that work i think that trade makes a lot of sense i also think like hey fam you guys cool if i run this back one more time ops west coast like, right, that's, right, yeah, that's a big sell. Totally, as we already said, it nothing would surprise us. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> nothing would surprise us. Yeah, and I mean, he spent well, he spent thirty eight years in New England, and that couldn't have been easy. So he can probably spend another year with Bruce when they don't get along. So yeah, he'll probably end up playing until he's fifty. So you know, throw a couple more years <laughs> here in Florida, maybe check out the West Coast when he gets a little older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he'll come to the Niners at forty seven. <laughs> <laughs> Top five. <laughs> Speaking of other old men, Aaron Rodgers. He's 38. He stayed in Green Bay. He got three years, 150.8 million. Hmm. That is that's a big a decimal. Bag. That's a big decimal. <laughs> and um, yeah, so he you know there was talk of he wasn't sure what he was going to do. He was going to retire. He was you know same thing. He was mad at the the whole franchise and talk of him moving but he's back he's there joe i know that makes you happy 
It really does. I what wanted do you to think stay, about his yeah. situation? Um, you know, I wanted to stay a Green Bay fan for a little bit longer. Um, I'm happy about it. I'm just not super thrilled on how it went down. Um, I know he's, he stands up for his guys. He was trying to get his people there. So I assumed he and Devontae would be a package deal. He would say, hey, let's get my guy paid. I want to make sure I have him here. And then, uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take a good deal, but I don't need, like, the best deal. Um, so that, that bummed me out a little bit. But, you know, I guess he's earned that right. You know, he can kind of call whatever shots he wants to call. I'm just a little worried about him now. Like, who's he going to throw to? No right. MVS, yeah. no Devontae. I don't know. So I'm excited to see him still there. I hope he does great things, but I'm a little nervous. Did we see a first-round wide receiver? We better. (laughs) (laughs) I'll put it that way. If there was ever a year. (laughs) Right. I love – there's so many memes. It's like, oh, the Green Bay Packers this year, their first two picks, it's just like quarterback, quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) That's no help whatsoever. It is going to be interesting who he throws to. I'm – you know, st- statistically in his career, he does not throw to tight ends. Mm-hmm. And, he, he, right. and given what he has available right now, it almost seems like the only damn option he has. And right. it's like, so he's a great quarterback, um, the most accurate in history. He will figure out a way to get the ball to anyone who wants the ball who can't get open. So it'll be interesting. Um, I know that uh, they're tight end too, um, the kid they get out of Cincinnati. Um Josiah DeGuara, is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, I think DeGuara. that's right. Yeah. That he lined up a couple times as wide out when he was in Cincinnati, so maybe they feel that out a little bit. Um, but I just don't know. You, you would hope they get some young talent there. He's still got a can for an arm, and you know everyone wants to play with that guy. Yeah. So and To that point, LaFleur just said, we need to get a legit receiver. Yeah. Now, whether he meant draft-wise, whether he meant they're still going to mingle in free agency, I don't know. But at least it's, it's on his radar, certainly, that they need to get a wide out. So hopefully they come through in some way. Was telling Nick earlier, I would love to see, I, I don't know why I don't love the guy, but I would love to see him in a packed uniform and healthy as Odell. I don't understand. I just think it'd be fun to see him with, you know, with Aaron. I think that'd be a great package for, mm-hmm. you know, one year, whatever Odell's got left in him. And, but I mean, yeah, it's, let's see what happens. I mean, he's Aaron wanted to be part of the decisions made, you know, in the front office. And yeah. this is the time for him to go, okay, these are the guys I need if we want to make this happen. Cause Devontae's not here anymore guys. So yeah. let's figure it out. There you go. Got to do something. Yeah. I also, I heard a thing today. Um, Tyler Lockett. If, if he's traded before June 1st, it cost him X amount of like dead money or something like that. Oh, really? But if they wait till after June 1st, it's significantly lower. I don't, I wish I remember what the exact numbers are, but so it sounds like somebody like Tyler Lockett may be available a little bit later too, before, you know, training camp starts and stuff. And there's a lot of rookie wide receivers that will be available about the time that, they're Absolutely. ready to take a quarterback. Yeah, there. I mean, there's a lot of wide receivers. Slip that right in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see what it. We'll see what he does. What do you do if you if you have him? If you have Aaron Rodgers in a dynasty, are you trading him? You holding on to him? I mean, what do you? Um, I don't think you can. I I just don't think you can trade him. I think you have to keep this guy. He was a you know he was QB six last year. Um, and I just think if you want a QB one, uh, you stick with him. You, it, he's never not finished with a QB one. And he's, even though he doesn't have that wide receiver core, I mean, Devonte Adams is a big loss, but he is that good of a quarterback that he can make, you know, anyone, you know, valuable. And so I think he will figure out a way to 300 yards a game, two or three touchdowns. Uh, he'll make it happen. I don't see him faltering too much. I think the, the three year contract helps too, where, 
you're not worried he's just going to be a one-year guy in and out. So if you do have him, and especially if you're competing, you have to have to hang on to him ready to see what your team can do. Absolutely. Russell Wilson, this was the big trade that made the AFC West just crazy. He is... He was the first domino. Yeah, he was traded to Denver for Drew Locke, Noah Fant, two firsts and two seconds, basically. There was some other... I think there was a defensive player and and a late pick, but Russell Wilson, 33 years old, that, I mean... Joe, what do you what do you think about the wide receivers there? I'm a big fan of the receiving core. I think this is their chance to break out. Um, you know, no disrespect for the Denver quarterbacks, but we kind of all know that they have not been getting it done. Elway's just been a revolving door of bringing in new guys, and you're bringing someone in like Russell Wilson. I mean, my goodness, his pedigree is there. Um, they got a solid defense. They got running backs to back him up. He's going to sling that thing. Yeah. And, I mean, Cortland Sutton, I think, exhibit A of someone that can break out. Uh, Jerry Judy, obviously a stud. I think he can live up to the hype. I mean, they got other guys. Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler. Those guys are solid receivers that the Packers would love to have. So I think Russell Wilson is living the dream right now. I've been on record pretty solid that I think Russell Wilson is one of the best NFL quarterbacks in the league, hands down. I think, I mean, been a Niners fan, he's kicked our ass up and down the field everywhere he can. And you give that guy the ball with seconds to go down six and you know he he pulls it off he's hurt all of us man he heard the yeah, Packers. yeah. Like, he is just a dagger i'm glad to see him in the afc yeah for sure but he's always to me not been somebody i've wanted in fantasy because he puts 50 point games up and then he puts 11 point games up and at the end of the year it all adds up to a six finish or a seven finish and but i'm excited i think I think he might cook. He might cook in Denver. (laughs) That's right. I am all in on this, especially with the backfield. Um, I was looking up some information about him. I was like, God, you know where he finishes and what he does with the team. He was on his offensive line was 31st last year. He's going to 19, which doesn't sound that big, but he was was getting sacked 10% of the time in Seattle and he still was a QB one. Like, I mean, it's just, and now he has this wide receiver court. Like you brought up, you got great route runners, these young kids, He's still got can for the arm, and now he's going to be in Denver. He's getting extra, whatever, 12% in the altitude. <laughs> right. But it, I think it's going to be a, a great team, and I, that whole AFC West, man, that is just going to be so much fun to watch. I think it, this is just blockbuster all over it. Like, any one of these games is going to be fun. Derek Carr, who always gets trashed on, but he's the fourth best quarterback in that league. Yeah, that's crazy. And he's a, our, he's a quarterback one. I mean, and, and getting better. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best wide receivers in the league. Yeah. I, th- I think, uh, you know, Russell Wilson's definitely gonna be the happiest out of all this just because he's not going to be playing the game from his back the entire time. He's not because he, most of those plays you see are broken plays where he scrambles around and then, you know, Mahomes esque where he can't quite tackle him. And then he has to make something happen with Lockett or DK down the field. And I think with, uh, yeah, with absolutely, absolutely. With this receiving course, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. High potent. He has, I, if he came out as QB1 at the end of the year, I wouldn't be surprised in fantasy. It would, right. be, it would, it would just be like, yeah, that's, I would be, look at the math and be like, exactly. That makes sense. Um, also, I have a lot of Albert O. What is it? O. Kuag. I nailed it. Okwag Bunam. Okay. It's my best effort. Okay. I, like it. I have a lot of Albert O in Dynasty Leagues, and I'm pretty happy about that. I don't know. Russell, like Aaron, hasn't totally used the tight end a whole lot, but hopefully that was the Seahawks. 
Yeah. Different scheme. That was like Carol curse. So we'll call <laughs> right. <it. laughs> and that's another thing, too. Carol, no matter what was going on, wanted to run the ball. Wanted to run the ball. Yeah. They fired an offensive coordinator because he only ran the ball at 68% or something like that. Like, Except oh. in the Super Bowl. I, I remember a time he didn't <laughs> feel like running it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another guy. This guy is kind of a big one. Deshaun Watson. He was traded to the Browns for a massive well I guess he was traded and then they re-signed then they what extended him five years 230 million deal all of it guaranteed Kirk Cousins and him must have the same agent because how do you get that much guaranteed money and then did you guys see this did you see that his base salary this year is only a million dollars yeah, that's that was a way to free up dead space, or what they call it. Is that, is that no? The way? It's for the stupid ex- suspension. Oh wow, which is kind of effed up. So if he gets suspended, he own, only in quotes only loses fifty five thousand dollars a game. Wow. Where if he was having the regular season and it was you know thirty some odd million, he'd be losing two to three million a game. That's crazy. I. This is going to be interesting to see him there. I mean, I think the Browns, they've got now got all that firepower, and he is obviously an elite talent. He led the league in passing yards when his last full season. Um, but there's something about Cleveland Browns, man. They just they cannot get it going. I and I swear, like, like some people, I love Baker. A lot of people don't like Baker. I get it. I understand their point of view. But like, is there any type of like? karma to just being like oh you led us to the the playoffs you won you beat pittsburgh our rival for you know ever in the playoffs last year you hurt your shoulder and decided to play through it and now like deuces you're out yeah he is just getting shit on and it is just uh, i've never seen so much hate for a guy who's just like i'm sorry did i just leave like it all in the field for you guys and like i agree he's not what they thought but the, i mean he's not manzo he was he he got in the playoffs for the first time in however long and there's just zero respect for him and it's like come on i'm we're not browns fans but i mean have you ever felt like the browns ever had a shot to make the playoffs before this is the first time in a long time right where you're like oh yeah. man the browns yeah the browns are going to be good they're going to compete in that division right i don't think it's all baker but i mean jeez yeah it's and it's crazy. not like they wanted Deshaun so bad. They gave him this crazy deal with so much guaranteed money, could be suspended, could lose out on all these games, and they didn't get like the Baker deal in play first. So now they're stuck in this weird spot right. where you can't really demand anything for Baker. And what's that going to look like with Baker as the backup? You think he's going to be happy there? You think Deshaun's going to be cool with this guy, like, little guy watch, right behind him? Watch like, Deshaun get suspended. Baker has to play. Leads the world on fire. Leads the play. Leads the playoffs. It's like enjoy right. your two hundred thirty mil. I just did it for you guys. But then what do you? Then what do you do at that point? Because you have all this guaranteed money, and Deshaun, you have to say once again, thanks Baker, but see ya. Yeah. And then, and then I hope Baker gets paid somewhere else. I hope so too. I, I, was, I I'm with you, Nick. Like I really have, I have been a big fan of Baker. Like since day one. I mean, I just yeah, I was like, you know what? Let's give this guy a shot. Let's watch him. I'm not a Browns fan. He. Goes out there and plays as hard as he can. He doesn't yeah. look like he's ever phoning it in. Um, and then, I mean, obviously, his commercials are the best. <laughs> I'm such a big fan of his commercials. <laughs> I listened to the um, the Dynasty Nerds, and they are based out of Cleveland, so they are giant. They're giant Browns fans, and they were saying today that they really 
they don't hope because they're Cleveland fans, but they're just like, watch him just go to Pittsburgh <laughs> and we just have to deal with him for the next 10 years. You know? And I was like, kind of like, yeah, let's, I would let's like to do see that. that. Yeah. yeah. They're all set though. They got Rudolph and Trubisky, so they're fine. <laughs> Good to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> and getting into a much better quarterback, Carson Wentz. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Carson Wentz, he was traded to the Washington football team. Nope, what are they now? The Washington Commanders. <laughs> I like your note, Joe. Can't get the name right, can't get the quarterback right. <laughs> that's, that's how it feels. He was traded for two-thirds, so not much at all. He's 29. I do feel like he's an upgrade. What do you guys think? I think Fitzpatrick and Heineke, well, we didn't even get to see Fitz, but I'm not a fan of Heineke. I, I I think that he'll do okay. How do you guys feel? I mean, I don't, I don't feel like any of those guys are leading them to the promised land because they're not going to the promised land. Like, they're not yet built to win. So I guess it doesn't really matter all that much. Fitzpatrick was at least entertaining and from oh, a fantasy yeah. perspective. Absolutely. Like, if he's in, I want him on my roster. Yeah, he's going to yeah. sling that thing. Fitz magic is real. Wentz doesn't have the magic. Heineke, like... He seems like kind of a player's guy. Like, he'll give it his all, but, again, he's not setting anything on fire. So, uh, it's a Washington dumpster fires. So Yeah, I completely agree. I think they have some talent on this team. I mean, Gibson, you got, you know, it, he's going to control that backfield. Uh, and then, you know, you basically got McLaurin, who's just probably going to be running his ass off, and hopefully, you know, he's going to be a top 10 wide receiver. And so, he's got that talent he's working with. But, you know, Wentz just hasn't been able to kind of tie it together He's a big guy, you know, he, you know, tore his ACL and, you know, earlier in his career. And it just seems like he never bounced back like he thought he would. Um, you want to see something happen with this Washington team, but I don't think this is going to carry him very far. They keep having guys that I want to root for, you know, I, I like Terry McLaurin. I like Antonio Gibson, but yeah, they just don't seem like they can quite get over the, the hump to, to make it work. I think Carson Wentz was better than he was given credit for as a whole. I think he just made a lot of stupid plays that stood out. A lot of stupid interceptions that happened at bad times. And I feel like there was times where he was twirling around and should have just taken a sack or thrown the ball away. And instead he threw it right to a defensive guy that, that didn't help. But um, I don't know. I, I think he'll, I think he'll still be better than a lot of the quarterbacks that are out there. Yeah, I, would I don't say, know if he'll be good, but yeah, whether he's fantasy relevant, that's really tough to say. I mean, super, right, fantasy relevant. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's. I mean, for that team, he's good for right now, and you know, they if they go five hundred, I think they'll be ecstatic. Uh, fantasy relevance, man, that is, he's going to be on a lot of waiver wires. I think you know, maybe super flex leagues, you know, someone's going to tie him in a little bit, but yeah, he's not something you're looking forward to putting in your lineup. Except for Sam Rochok, he's really, really good. You should uh, take a trade. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Ryan, he's the old man here as well. He's 36. He was traded to Indy for one-third. Lots of, a lot of guys moving around for not a whole lot. It's got to hurt the ego a little bit, right? You're like, really? That's it? That's what I just got traded for? Do you think Atlanta, though, did it like as a service to him? Like, we're going to be hot, hot garbage. You've been great for us for years 
here's a team with a really good offensive line. I would say yes, except did you see that their like tribute video to him was like no, 50, it, their tribute video for Matt Ryan, like thank you, was like 52 <laughs> seconds, but their tribute video to Drew Brees was like a minute and 20 seconds. It was just like, so I want to say yes, but man, whoever's running their social media is glad he's gone. I think you nailed it. Social media is called <laughs> Arthur Blank, the owner. I think he's a pretty stand-up dude. He wanted to do right by him. So he was definitely, he did say that he was involved in the discussions. Um, they they kind of made it clear they were moving on and they brought him in and said, okay, like what's reasonable here? And yeah. I think they came to a decent agreement. I feel like they could have gotten more than one third, but yeah. yeah. Does, I would like to see if Indy plays Washington this year. I don't know why we just talked about him back to back. I would watch that game. I think it would be a really fun game to watch. I hope that, I mean, Indy's offensive line is great. Yeah. They, you know, have some decent weapons. Pittman is great. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jonathan Taylor ran for yeah. 4 million yards last year. So. And, I mean, with these old quarterbacks, they dump the ball off a lot. Do they, does they dump it off to Jonathan Taylor? Does, I mean, Hines get more of it. I don't know, but I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to see how he does with an offensive line. I mean, Atlanta was, oof. Yeah, I agree. They and garbage. As someone who does have stock in Matt Ryan, I hope he does at least mediocre. And I think there are going to be games he does. You're like, oh, man, that's fantastic. Four touchdowns, you know, whatever. But there are going to be those other games you're like, ugh, I probably should have sat him that week. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to enjoy uh, Kyle Pitts, and Kyle Pitts will enjoy him. Too late. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> long, long gaze. I was like, did he get traded too? <laughs> My boy Jameis, Jameis Winston. He was re-signed with the Saints. Two years, 28 million. So it okay amount of money. Yeah, not bad. Uh rehab's looking pretty good. He's 28 years old and says he's gonna be ready by training camp. I have a lot of Jameis Winston in Dynasty, so I'm really happy. <laughs> How do you guys feel? Man, I, this is another team that I'm super worried about. They're bad. <laughs> I think if they lose Kamara, they are so bad. It's not going to happen. No. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Some of us stock in Kamara. I know how this game works. No, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, five, six games is kind of the wheelhouse for Kamara's suspension. Um Obviously, who knows? It could go either way. I just am worried about that team. If Michael Thomas comes back and is good, that helps a heck of a lot. Um, you know, it's it's a big question mark, though. Like, we don't know what Thomas is going to be. We don't know what Kamara is going to be. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't played an entire year since 2019. His, yeah, that's crazy. His, Two years. Yeah, it's, it's so funny because it's a name that you hear all the time for someone who has not played a full year. And you know, Well, last one. year he played, he was the – I mean, he was – hands down the number one wide receiver right he like set the catch record or something and oh, oh i was back on winston oh, oh yeah oh, we, yeah sorry, oh, sorry. Sorry. so we got we, they got they've got two offensive weapons that need to dust some stuff <laughs> off right now but uh, yeah like Jameis hasn't played in three years 2019 his infamous 33 touchdown 30 pick year and it's you know it'll be interesting to see how he does when he he is now cemented as the number one quarterback it's like this is your offense let's see what you can get done like you said, Michael Thomas got to come back, see how he's doing. If Kamara plays, let's see how he's going on. And then as of this morning, you know, they, they sign Andy Dalton to kind of nip at his heels a little bit and be like, man, you better be on your toes because we'll throw him in there if you throw four picks in the game. Which is kind of tough. I don't know. Jameis almost strikes me as the guy that needs to know. He, like, needs to be coddled. You're the one. Doesn't matter. Throw a couple picks. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if Andy Dalton's going to help him or hurt him. 
I think they want that veteran there with him. I think totally. it's, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think it's like, I, I'm with you. I think it's going to be, it, Andy's going to be right there behind him taking snaps going, okay, this is what you should need to be looking for. This is what you should be doing. Um, and I think you're right. I think he needs that, like that companion, I guess, in the same position. Yeah. I hope that he's there to guide him and tell him how great he is and yeah. tell him to eat those W's <laughs> instead of saying, I'm going to take your job. I'm going to take your job. Right. So. Exactly. Because I'm not gonna lie, I got a lot of Jameis. <laughs> <laughs> so their their wide receiver core as of this moment, it's it, Thomas. Hopefully, he comes. He should be back. I don't see why not. It's garbage, garbage, and garbage. Traquan Smith's still there. He just resigned. Just resigned. Okay, I knew that one was the one that was everyone was kind of like, is he gonna be there? Marquez Marquez Gal- Callaway, right? He oh, was right. supposed to be like this, you know, oh, you electric playmaker yeah. and. You saw it like every once in a while, but only every once in a while. So. He made a couple amazing catches mm-hmm. in um, preseason games last year, and I was just like, I am all in on this guy. And I think someone drafted him in our league, and I was bummed. I'm like, man, he's probably going to be pretty good. And then crickets. Yeah. And so yeah. we'll see what happens. Yep. We mentioned Trubisky. He signed with Pittsburgh for two years, $14 million. So not a ton. That's a little bit better than backup money. He's 27. He... I agree with you, Joey. Feels like a placeholder, right? Just feels like he's there to yeah. have someone else take over. It totally feels that way. I think they're, you know, draft wise, they're in a good spot to get one of the top guys. You know, Pickett. Pickett's from Pitt, right? I mean, that's yeah, that's yeah. kind of nice sometimes. And Willis is very exciting. Do you guys see the deep ball he threw? Ooh, oh, man. Only oh, like forty goodness. times. Yeah, <laughs> on repeat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's temporary. I mean, you bring him in, uh, relatively cheap. He can battle with Mason Rudolph, who's already there. A little healthy competition to see if they can be competitive, and then bring along a rookie. Uh, I don't see it being much else than that. Um, I also thought it was weird that they said like Trubisky's kind of. Our, he's our clear front runner to start. It's like, how are you going to do your guy Mason? Like he's been there wearing helmets to the head and <laughs> you're just kind of like, Hey, because they can't cut him probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I he's a really good agent with just this little clause. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll see. We'll see how he goes. I think Trubisky kind of took the blame for Chicago being so bad when Matt Nagy wasn't very good. Right. Yeah. Um, and we'll see, we'll see what, he was wasn't he with the same offensive coordinator that was credited for turning Josh Allen around last year? So maybe maybe he comes out and can sling it around a little bit. But I think you're right. I think they're going to try to draft somebody, and he'll he'll be the bridge until that guy's ready. Yeah. Marcus Mariota. Hey, same age as Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> he has been around that long. <laughs> He is 28 years old, so he's 22 years younger than Tom Brady. <laughs> I, gotta, I can't lie. When I saw that, I was like, oh, shoot, typo, 28. <laughs> yeah. This man is 37, for See, sure. Seeing some of these ages like in print, you're like, is that right? <laughs> it just kind of hits a little differently. Thank you, Sleeper. <laughs> he instantly signed with Atlanta as soon as they traded Matt Ryan. Yes, he is on the trade block for me. <laughs> This is Atlanta just trying to tank, right? I, yeah, they're giving a guy who, you know, had a lot of hopes and dreams coming out of college. They're giving, they're just like, you know what? If you want to have some fun, go have some fun. We're not supposed to win much. We have this hodgepodge team. Let's see what's going on. What he signed in, what was it? 28 minutes after? Yeah, it was, it was super so fast. fast. <laughs> like, I don't even think the crawl went all the way through before they said breaking news on the other one. <laughs> 
yeah, I don't I don't think this is going to do much for them. I'm actually kind of hoping that they are really bad this year and then take a quarterback next year because there's some better quarterbacks coming out or supposed to be better quarterbacks. And, you know, just give Marcus Mariota the year, and then when one of your guys' quarterbacks get down, I'll trade him to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope he has some kind of rapport going on. I, I, I mean, I don't. I think they are not going to do very well. I think their record is going to reflect that. Um, I have some Kyle Pitts. I would like to see him develop Ugh. a little bit more. As I mean, he will be a top three tight end for the next so many years. He has that talent. It would be nice to see, you know, just simple basics of him getting a decent quarterback to kind of help him along the way. Yeah, I agree completely. I will say, though, Superflex, like, it does not hurt to have this guy on your roster. Like, he's going to be a starting quarterback that can run a little bit. They're going to have some tricky stuff with Corderell. I mean, no, you don't, like, run out and trade much to get him, but if you just can kind of cheap snag him, and actually, no, trade everything you have. <laughs> go, go get him. Go get this guy. But yeah, for real, I, like, he is, he's a nice, in a Superflex league, like, I, I enjoy having him as a backup. There will yeah. be games, too, where he puts up a lot of points because he rushes for 85 yards and a touchdown and throws a touchdown. There'll definitely be games that you're happy to have him. Hopefully it was on a game that your other starting quarterback had by, so you actually had him in. Right. But, yeah, I think you're right. I think there will be some games that, that definitely count, and he does well. Also, he's the kind of quarterback that throws it and then catches it as well, right? Catches it himself. <laughs> How many quarterbacks right. do you know that has the, the passing and receiving touchdown on the same play? I saw Steve Young do it once. <laughs> it's elite company right there. <laughs> Brett Favre did it, right? Yeah, his first pass, <laughs> His first right? pass ever. Hey, okay. oh. So, <laughs> setting the bar. Brett Favre, Steve Young, Marcus Marriott. All Hall of Famers. Man, all right. Mark it down. All right, gents, let's get into some wide receivers. I think the one that started the whole thing off, Christian Kirk, he signed with Jacksonville for stupid money. Uh, it, the first I heard it was four years, $80 million. I think now it's been reported four years, $72 million. But at the time, it was, it was top four, top three highest paid wide receivers. I think some of the deals that have happened now changed that. But he is 25, but I'm not a fan. What do you guys, what do you guys think? I think with them investing that much money in him, they're going to try and figure out a way to get him the ball. Um, I think it's, I think they're going to devise plans to make sure that he has, you know, wide receiver one on the team. He's going to be top tier. It's going to be interesting to see what happens because Hopkins has been taking all the attention. He has the number one corner on him. So now if he has that talent on him, it's going to be interesting to see if he can handle it. Yeah. Hopkins missed a lot of games. I don't know. I'm, you know, I don't think Christian Kirk's worth a darn, but obviously they do. They gave him enough money to, you know, to make him the number one. Joe, what do you think about him? Yeah, I'm I'm more on your side. I, I have him as a wide receiver three. Um, I don't see him lighting it up. I mean, he's got some good talent with him, plus a good backfield, especially with ETN coming back and potentially running out of the slot. I, I, there's some, some people to spread the ball around to. Um, and yeah, like you said, Matt, if he if he ends up drawing the top corner, if he's the the top guy over Marvin Jones or Chenault, that's not going to be great for him. So I'm not excited about him fantasy wise. Um, I'd, I'd kind of pass. Yeah, I do think that Urban Meyer was not an NFL coach. I think that was really bad. I think that was bad for everybody. I think getting a Doug Peterson in there who has won a Super Bowl has had good teams. I think will help. But I almost feel like they've had to overpay players to get them there. You yeah. know, like, hey, we've been the laughing stock for a couple of years. 
we want you to come here over other places. Here's too much money. And I think in this instance it worked, and I'm just not super jazzed. I think the best thing he has going for him is going to be game script. I think they're going to be down a lot. I think they're going to throw it a lot. I think Trevor Lawrence has a cannon. He's going to be doing a lot of go routes, and I think he will end up with those garbage time TDs, you know, nine receptions, 114 yards, and it's going to make him look good on paper. But in reality, they were just down 27 points. Right, right. Yeah. Doesn't Yeah. One of the better wide receivers, Amari Cooper, he was traded to Cleveland for a solid fifth-round pick. Uh, he's 27 years old. He basically worked his way out of Dallas by being too expensive. So he kind of had to go. Everybody knew he had to go, so Dallas didn't get much for him. But I think we felt it was an okay trade to Cleveland to begin with, and now with Deshaun, I think this could be great. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. Um, he's come off his first year where he didn't have 1,000 passing yards. Last previous four years, he had over 1,000 uh, receiving yards. I apologize. Um, you know, So it's going to be interesting to see if he gets that volume again. Uh, I kind of want to see it and believe it kind of situation with that whole team right now. Like you said, it's Cleveland. Um, talent kind of goes there to die. Uh, I would. He has the talent to be very good, but we'll see what happens over there. Yeah, totally on board with that. I, I think it's, it's a risky situation. It could be... Could be gangbusters. I, I have him as a wide receiver too with some significant upside, but like you said, it's Cleveland. Yeah, some You know, it. Jarvis Landry, Odell, it didn't work. So yeah. who knows? Yeah. I feel like Amari Cooper doesn't always want to play either. Sometimes he's in and he'll do everything, but if you don't if you don't work him in early, he kind of takes the rest of the game off. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully him and Deshaun can kind of get on the same page and get that worked out and maybe he could be good I, he also he did restructure his contract and he's only counting like five million towards the cap he took the rest as a signing bonus so that does help a little bit but uh, i think you're right i think a wide receiver two joe is probably about about what he's at yeah. juju smith schuster he signed a one-year deal in kansas city which we all know you get mahomes throwing you the ball that's great but it was just a one-year deal for $10.75 million, so not a lot of money and just one year. I don't, I don't know if that's uh, – I mean, I'm guessing he's thinking I'll prove it and I'll do well, but I feel like he's tried to do that in Pittsburgh a couple of years, and it hasn't worked out after his real big season. What do you think, Matt? Uh, yeah, I think they're going to just see how the connection is with Mahomes there. They're going to see what they get at him for a year. Uh, he's incredibly injury prone. He just, he doesn't finish the year. Um, being a wide receiver one on any team, you know, you saw how he was when Antonio Brown was in Pittsburgh and he was fantastic. Once he became the number one, he was just locked down. He got hurt. He was trying to do too much, too little. Um, I would say if I had to place him this year, I'd say he's in the wide receiver two range, but there's going to be games where you're like, oh, he's a wide receiver one because Mahomes just feeding him. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on the high potent offense with, you know, Reed at the helm and Mahomes throwing to him. Yeah. When you mentioned the connection with Mahomes, I assumed you meant Jackson Mahomes to see how they link up on TikTok. <laughs> have right? you followed their joint page? It's fantastic. <laughs> I've learned so many dances. I'm sure that's a thing already. That's, <laughs> that's devastating. Brittany's I, there throwing, uh, I was going to say Gatorade. That's not right. Champagne all over everybody. <laughs> they actually sponsored this episode. <laughs> <laughs> they can't afford us. <laughs> I, I am very excited about this. I, I think it's going to be big. I do. I think they brought MVS to be the deep guy 
to keep the the field open for for Kelsey. And I think Juju is just going to be kind of that that almost forgotten guy that just gets fed the ball. And I, I think Mahomes is going to figure out that Juju can still do it. Yes, I hear your argument about Antonio versus not Antonio. I wonder how much of that was due to Roethlisberger's very drastic decline in yeah, his production during booty. Um, but I, I'm in. I'm. I I think he could be a wide receiver one. I'm, Any? I'm in. Any thoughts on MVS? It's about the same money, but he got a three-year deal for thirty million compared to a one-year deal for ten and a half. Just, I, don't, I don't know. I'm. I'm and maybe I think Juju only wanted one year. I don't know. It has to be connected to his injury from last year. I mean, he missed more than half the season. He gets hurt a lot. I think it is like a prove-it deal. I think it's like, yeah. you stay healthy, we'll keep you, and we want you. But, I mean, you're just not staying on the field. Yeah, and we're not going to pay yeah. a guy you know, a lot of money if you're just going to sit on the bench. Joe's boy, Devontae Adams, he was traded to Las Vegas for a 22 first and a 22 second where he promptly signed a new five-year deal for $141 million. I think that's the highest, at least it was that day. 29 years old. Why do you leave Green Bay, Joe? I don't know. <laughs> I want to know so bad. I, I don't know. I think, I think it was a respect issue. I think, you know, the kind of things that Aaron was voicing, Devontae was feeling. He's like, you sign it. You're franchising me, and you're throwing all this money at the guy that didn't even say he wanted to necessarily keep playing for you. Like, where's my money? So, I think when Oakland came in and said, "Hey, we got, you know, we got a deal, and we're gonna, you know, you know," they went to him and said, "Look, we're gonna give you this this deal." Um, he said, "Let's do this. Let's get it done." And Green Bay got a couple picks, which I guess they felt was the best they could do if they weren't willing to pay him all this money. But I hate it. I hate to see him go. That was a dynamic connection. Yeah, I think that's a big, big game changer. That's an NFL changer. I also heard, I've heard different. I heard that they couldn't work out a deal, so he, that's why he was franchised. But then mm-hmm. I also heard that they had a pretty similar deal on the table, and he chose Las Vegas. Did you guys hear that at all? I didn't see that. I do know about the uh, what he, he bought a house or something, and it was before like Rogers oh, yeah, got it was his right contract. Next door. It, yeah, it was like he bought a he bought a house before Rogers signed his contract. So there's already like that static in the air a little bit. Bought the house where in Vegas? Next to, yeah, in Vegas, right next to Derek Carr. Yeah, mm. I got to give it up to the Raiders though. I mean, they went and got him after all this movement started happening in the AFC West. You know, and I feel like they could have just rolled over like to this division n- nightmare, and instead they're like, you know what? Let's get Carr what he needs. Let's not roll over on this. Let's go kick some ass. And I, I am not a Raider fan, but man, I love just them going for it. They're like, no, let's let's go get the best wide receiver we can. Let's see what can happen here. I'm pretty sure I heard that he had 34 touchdowns in two years with Carr in college. Uh, I know they were just perfection from what I hear. I don't know the statistics though. It's a lot. I don't know what what's Derek hasn't Derek Carr only hit like 30 touchdowns once or something like that? I mean, probably I don't, it sounds about right. How, how can he even <laughs> 29 to Waller? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, we, it's it's a weird connection this Green Bay to to the Raiders thing. I mean, Jordy? Oh yeah, James Jones. Good point. Both of them. And both those guys, well, James Jones not amazing, but James Jones did well in Green Bay, went to the Raiders and did nothing. Jordy again toward the end of his career, but left Green Bay and did not get anything done. Devontae is different. <laughs> Devontae is different. Hasn't Green Bay actually been pretty good at that? 
Like, haven't like, they let a lot of people walk that right before? I mean, there has to be an argument that some of that has to be because you have one of the best quarterbacks of all time throwing to you. Now you don't. Yeah. But I mean, even like, didn't Clay not do very well once was, he left? I was just gonna say Clay. The exception though is the cornerbacks. Okay. They, yeah, they're letting yeah, cornerbacks go who are studs. Yeah. So well, they're a dime a dozen, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> totally. I would, you bringing that up, I would like to know if the GMs are the same. If the when Jordy went there, if. The Raiders had their GM then, and the Packers have their GM now because GMs have a connection and they like talking. And if that's something that's going on, they like doing yeah, business with true. each other. It would make sense. Yeah, Green yeah. Bay. I mean, they've they've since swapped GMs, but for those first few, yeah, I'm sure yeah. probably were the same. Yeah. Tyreek Hill, he saw Devontae Adams' money and said, "I want some of that." Uh, they paid. Patrick Mahomes too much money, so they couldn't afford him, so he was traded. Do you guys see it was like Miami and the Jets, like his choice, basically. So either snow and frigid weather in essentially Jersey, or he could go down to Florida and get, you know, just hang out in 80-degree weather all year. Yeah, and he lives in Miami, so that's what he decided to do. Seemed like a hard decision. A first, a second, two-fourths, and then he signed three years, 75 mil. That is, uh, yeah, that is good. You know, mm-hmm. even losing Mahomes and you're going to Tua, he's going to make something work there, and he's still wide receiver one. He just is. And, yeah. And, you know, you brought this up earlier, Joe. That he, I mean, they're, I think we are we hadn't started yet, but it was, they're talking about using him in a Debo-type way yeah. with McDaniel there, and that just gives you goosebumps because oh, that speed and his, you know, agility, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. There's, I'm not going to lie, when I'm if I'm watching football this year, and there's a Miami game on, I'm probably going to watch a few of them. <laughs> I did like how he, like, right away, he was just like, I got to race Waddle. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> we, him and I got to sit down. We're probably going to race. <laughs> they both pop a hamstring <laughs> out for week one. I was mentioning earlier, though, I, I feel like there's a connection. Connection is not the right word. I feel like there's a comparison of Alex Smith and Tua in the fact that neither one of them really – slings the ball all around they're not going to light the world on fire they really want to be high completion percentage and not turn the ball over and when Tyreek was with Alex Smith he was great he still had a really great year and they also so did um, Travis Kelsey so hopefully Tua can support two to three guys you know there Waddle can still be a top wide receiver and yeah I agree I think Tyreek is going to be great yeah I agree if anybody's traded for him recently, they're just doing great. Thank you. They call <laughs> me the trade whisperer. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Chris Godwin, he stays in Tampa Bay. He signed three years, $60 million, and he's 26 years old. He had ACL? Was that what it was? Yeah, ACL, MCL? Joe, you'd know. I, you'd think. Well, um, ACL for sure. I don't know about the MCL. MCL. It's honestly not that relevant. The ACL is the more important. Um, they obviously still have faith that he's going to come back, and I think that as long as Tom Brady's there, he's still going to be one of the top wide receivers. I think he's going to, even though you know Mike Evans is there and they brought back some of the other stuff. I don't know if Gronk's going to come back, but I think Godwin is just stud. Yeah, that's the perfect adjective for him. He is a stud. You, you watch him play, and you can tell Brady looks for him specifically, and then everything else is just the second option. Yeah, he can just do everything pretty well. Yeah. And, you know, he can move him around, and, and he does well. So I was happy to see him get paid. Uh, I think he's put up 
really good seasons in the last couple of years, and I think he deserved it. Joe, you, what do you think? You like him? I, I do. Um, I, I have him just on that edge of one and two, just because I, I we say it every year, but like Brady, I don't, I don't know how much. Like at some point, the man has to. Has to. He has to either like. You know, he, you know, he off? heard that. He hears this. He's and listening this is, right now. He just and I'm he hears it, and he, yeah, yeah, he just he just gets jacked when you say oh, stuff man, like yeah. that. Every time someone doubts him because of his age. Yeah, I don't know. I just. I, I don't know. I I just can't believe he's still doing it. So I'm a little more hesitant on him. But yeah, the the backups are not going to press him for targets. It's him and Evans, undoubtedly. Um, so yeah, I mean, I like him a lot. Whether he's wide receiver one or not, he's right there. Yeah, yeah. And he, he is probably going to miss a couple games start the season. So at the end of the year, he probably will be a wide receiver too. But I think per game, I think he'll. I'm hoping he'll he'll do pretty well, and his average will be up there. You know, as high as some of the the top guys. Mike Williams, he stayed with the Chargers. He got a big deal, three years, $60 million. He's 27 years old, and this one's tough for me. I He's taken so long to kind of break out, and then he did it last year. Is he going to do it again? Do we think it's something that's consistent, or was last year kind of a, you know, outside of the norm? Um, so you said he was inconsistent and I, there's not a better way to describe him. I was checking his game logs from last year. There was a game. He went seven for 122 and two touchdowns. The very next game, he went one for 11 and zero. <laughs> like, what do you do with a guy like that? You have to start him. But at the same time, you're like, I just don't, I feel uneasy about this. He's, it's one of those things like he's going to go crazy. You have to start him. Um, you know, it's, uh, He's going into, I mean, I'm looking here. Yeah, he's just, I, I would say he's great if you can pick him up for the right price, but it's not someone I would ever reach for. Yeah, 100%. I had that down here, too, that he's the toughest one for me to call. It's just incredibly inconsistent. Um, I had him at the beginning of last year in a redraft, and I was so pumped, and I should have traded him because he was just nuts and then yeah just fell right off so yeah it could be wide receiver one could be wide receiver three if you guys have a best ball league go get him yeah he will sit on your bench and do great things for you otherwise as a starter i don't love it (laughs) i'm kind of actually waiting for this kind of transition from keenan allen where herbert kind of focuses more on williams because i'm i mean allen's becoming like this ageless wonder but the man's gonna be 31 yeah and that's i mean that's an older age for a man his size and you know in the nfl herbert's got a cannon he likes to look downfield um i'm kind of wondering when it's going to be the target share is just going to be obvious that it's towards williams and that would definitely ease up the whole inconsistency part of it yeah i i'm not really sure either i feel like if you have him as your third wide receiver you're pumped yeah if he's your first or second i'd be worried yeah you plug him into a flex you're feeling great right right (laughs) alan robinson he signed with the Rams, three years, $46.5 million, and he's 28 years old, and I'm excited about this one. I, I think that he decided to not play last year kind of selfishly, so I'm not super happy about that, but I think a new start with hands down the best quarterback he's ever played with I think could be, could be good for him. I completely agree. I think this is going to be so much fun to watch because he is that – He's basically been just this high horsepower machine that's been on a short track the whole time. He doesn't ever get to really rev it out and go crazy. And now he has this elite quarterback on this elite team coming off, you know, a Super Bowl win. Right. And I think he's like, absolutely. New cleats. I'm going to run as fast as I can, play as hard as I can. 
Um, you know, last year he, he never broke a hundred yards last year. That's insane. Allen Robinson. I read his longest, uh, reception was 39 yards in a game. He ended up with 68 yards that game with four receptions. He's Jeez. getting nothing there. Um, so I think, you know, he's going to be, uh, cups, obviously going to take the number one corner. And I think Allen Robinson's going to be able to just, you know, take care of the number two and he's going to get a lot of attention. He's going from Stafford, I think. Yeah, I got this as the most exciting, the most underrated signing fantasy-wise and regular football-wise. This guy is the real deal and just just toiling away in Chicago. My yeah. goodness. This guy is, yeah. <laughs> I love the new cleats analogy. Yeah, that was <laughs> great. Shiny new situation. He is so He's going to be pumped. I think the big loser here is Van Jefferson, who's a real nice receiver. Yeah. And he just gets bumped back down. Just sorry, man, not quite your time. He'll still get some targets, but yeah, I'm all in. Wide receiver two would not be surprised if he's wide receiver one. Allen Robinson is on my radar. Do you guys have him in any dynasty leagues? Mm. I have him one. I traded for him last year for pretty cheap. <sighs> How excited were you with this news? Yeah. yeah. It must have been like you got a brand new toy. I do think, though, this is make it or break it for him. Absolutely. Like you have, you have last year, you could make a thousand excuses. You can say you had a rookie quarterback. You can say, you know, going before that, you had bad quarterbacks. You now have a top-tier team, a top-tier quarterback. If you don't do it this year, you're like you're done. Yeah, I think him and Juju can share the same Uber yeah, to the yeah. unemployment office if they both can't figure it out this year. Three years, 46, though. They, yeah, no, they, yeah, they, yeah. I, be, I, I didn't look at the contract. I would be interested to know what the dead money is. I'm sure that after... I'm sure after two years, they'll be able to get rid of him. I don't know exactly what it is. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, three years for it. But if he doesn't – I mean, he's always had a built-in excuse of it being something. He doesn't have that. Yeah, he really doesn't. You know, you can't say Matt Stafford couldn't give me the ball. I mean, that's – you know, so. He's going to complain about their stadium. It's not nice enough. Right, right. (laughs) Um. Allen Robinson moving to the Rams made Robert Woods, good old Bobby Trees. They made him expendable. He was traded to Tennessee for a sixth. Mm. Uh, another, yeah. I think this, though, is one like we talked about with Matt Ryan. I think it was a favor. He's 29 years old. He's coming off an ACL, but he's been one of the most consistent wide receivers in football. Always somewhere between number nine to number 12 or that's number 14 in, in fantasy. I mean, just always gets it done. And we'll see. We'll see new team, new quarterback. I don't know. How do you feel, Matt? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. This is actually one of my favorite pickups. Um, I always felt like the Titans were lacking that second wide receiver. I mean, A.J. Brown just gets so much attention. Um, I feel like Robert Woods is going to go off for some reason. I don't know why. It's a gut feeling, but... I think because Tenet, he always does. He uh, agreed, <laughs> but he he's he hasn't eclipsed a thousand yards in three years, and so and I think he does this year. I think he's you know I think Tannehill's going to look at Brown if he doesn't have it, he's going to have Woods right there, um, and especially he's going to have to keep the defense. They're going to have to keep the defense honest with King Henry sitting in the back. Um, I think Woods eats this year, and he's going to be a lot of fun. And I think someone's going to be able to get him a great value in most leagues. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think. That it's going to be, I think Brown is going to do well too, having, you know, another guy that demands coverage that can't double team him. I think, I think it's going to work out well for him. And I think Tannehill has been a decent quarterback since moving to Tennessee. So I think he can, I think he can support two wide receivers and do well. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know why it didn't work with Julio. I know Julio was, was dinged up. Um, 
that was like an, that was an epic failure, right? Like bringing in Julio Jones, we were kind of exactly what we're saying about Robert Woods. We yeah. thought that would be Julio. Come back to her. That's what I thought. I saw that and I was like, oh my, like this is going to be fun. And it just didn't. Yeah, he had, a, he had a couple games that were all right. But yeah, you're right. Overall, it was meh. Yeah, it, exactly. That's the perfect sound for that. <laughs> you look at a stat line Monday morning, meh. A <laughs> um, couple other guys. Not as much to him, but Michael Gallup, he did re-sign with the Cowboys. He actually got the bag, five years, $62 million. He is coming off his ACL, and they're saying that they're not sure if he's going to be ready for week one, but I think with them, you know, him and CD left, that's it now. I think he'll be great. I think that he's just kind of been waiting his turn, and hopefully here it is. Matt, how do you like him? I uh, love it. I... You, <sighs> Him or CD, I really just – I kind of want a part of this uh, Cowboys offense. I think it's going to be fun to watch this year. Um, I think things kind of got, like, uh, hazy with Amari there. There's almost, like, too many cooks in the kitchen type situation. I yeah. think everyone's going to know their place um, on this team now. And I think Dak's going to be able to devise that the way he wants to and run that offense. Um, big fan of this. I've liked Gallup for a while. Um, you got to remember, he doesn't drop much. He didn't drop the pass he tore his ACL on. He cut that touchdown. You saw his leg bend, and he still held on to it. That's incredible. So you know he's going to hold that ball. He's hungry. He wants to get paid. He got paid. And now he's got to prove himself. Totally agree. I think he's another one of those huge breakout candidates. I mean, injuries between himself and Dak held him down, along with, like we just said, Cooper being being there now he's gone um only thing that keeps him in that kind of wide receiver two maybe the low wide receiver two range is the fact that cd lamb is going to get his dalton schultz dalton schultz fits beautifully there um he'll get his but he's going to get enough so i really like him to break out and you know do well yep i agree our boy corderell corderell patterson he re-signed back with the falcons um, just a two-year, $10.5 million, which I guess is not great for a wide receiver, but as a running back, it's decent money. Um, <laughs> Depends on how you look at it, right? right it's all right. about the angle. It's just both, so doesn't he get more? <laughs> yeah, that's, he's 31 years old, so he's on the other side of 30. But he put it together last year. He was He was great for fantasy. He was great for the Falcons. But as we've mentioned, the Falcons are trash. This feels like Mike Davis 2.0. Yeah. It, like Mike Davis on Carolina when he filled in for CMC two years ago and everyone wanted him so much last year. And then he, bleh. and so I feel like that's going to be a similar situation. He was, I mean, lightning in the bottle last year. He was kicking butt. But, you know, as for this year, if it, a buy cheap type situation, um, you know, it's not someone I'm hunting down unless it's real late. Yeah, I mean, this was so way out of the norm for anything he's ever done. I don't think it's like, oh, they magically figured out how to use him. No, it just, like Nick said, they were trash. They like, hey, this guy can make some plays. Let's give it to him 100 different ways, which may be what makes him relevant the next year, maybe two. Um, yeah, if you have him in Dynasty, if you can sell him, I would do it. Um, I, you know, I just don't see him coming anywhere near what he did last year. Um, but you know, he has some value if, if you, you got space for him and he could potentially do some stuff in a lot of garbage time for the Falcons. It was like backyard football. That's what it felt like watching him. He, they were just like, okay, I'm gonna line up here. Or I'm gonna do this. This is gonna be fun behind the back. You know, it just, it was so much fun to watch. It was out of the norm. It's not they were drawn plays in the dirt. Oh, absolutely. Like <laughs> right. it was a lot of fun to watch, but yeah, man, it's tough. I think in dynasty, if you can win the champion, like really can win the championship and you have him keep him. I think if not, 
try to you know sell them to the guy who does has the chance especially if if somebody gets hurt try to get anything you can because i don't think he does much after this year for sure yep all right let's get into some of the running backs that moved around our boy playoff lenny leonard Fournette. he resigned with tampa bay three years 21 million um, which is pretty good money for a running back, especially a 27-year-old running back like Leonard Fournette is. And we kind of mentioned it earlier. It sounds like Tampa Bay is trying to run it back, you know, trying to put all the pieces of the band together. And I think Leonard Fournette is a big piece of that. I think now that Rojo's gone, I think he can have a pretty good year. What did he, he finished like RB5, I think, last year? Yeah, I had five in uh, in PPR, six in standard. Yeah, and yeah. Crazy. It, it, that is crazy. That's exactly right. I mean, he had 10 touchdowns. Um, it's hard to think because he feels ancient. He feels super old. But you know what? Like, that is someone that Brady was like, I want him on this team. And when someone like that high caliber is like, you're going to be on that team, you're going to produce. Um, you know, he, uh, it, it's hard to say that when you have a draft or redraft that you, you're like, I want him on my team. He's going to be, you know, I think you get him as an RB2 and he has an RB1 upside. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, in Dynasty, you're excited to have him. Um, but it's going to be really interesting. I want to see, he's like you said, he's getting older, but man, he just keeps putting up numbers. Some of the numbers I saw from last year, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. This same Leonard Fournette played for the Jags. Yeah. They cut him, right? That, yeah. They, they, they let him go free. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have, I have beef with Fournette. Um, you know, you can throw out my trade whisperer title with what I've done with Fournette. It's awful. Like he, he weirdly alternates good and bad years. With the Jaguars? Oh, really? With, yeah, it's bizarre. Look at it. It's every other year. He's like the Giants, but in a bad way. He's, <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's a good way. <laughs> it depends how you look at it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, tra- I traded for him, um, you know, thinking he was coming to Tampa Bay. He would take over the backfield and, and crush. He did not by any stretch of the imagination at the beginning. And then mm. I moved on, and look what he did. He came roaring back and dominated. So I was on the wrong end of that deal. Um, this year, I, I don't think he goes back to a bad year. I think he's settled in there. Uh, they moved on from Rojo. That was not a thing for them. So I think he's just going to be a really good running back that gets touchdowns and just eats. So I, I like him. I'm going RB1 on Fournette, yeah. even though I'm mad at him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree. That's a... He has he's set up to be still be an RB one this year with everybody coming back. So I agree. I think that's what he's gonna do. Chase Edmonds, he signed in Miami, two years, twelve point six million. He's only twenty five years old, and I felt like the day it happened, the day he went there, I was super ecstatic, and I wanted to get as many Chase Edmonds as I could. It's changed a little bit the last. You know, there's been some other pieces and stuff. How do you feel, Matt? Do you have Edmonds at all? Do you have any shares? I don't have any Edmonds. I don't have anyone in this backfield. Um, and I don't plan on having it. There's this seems like a hot hand situation. Um, it seems, you know, with uh, McDaniel there, I think he's going to find out who's doing well, who, what, you know, game script. Uh, there's a ton of talent with Edmonds, and you know, Mostert's lightning. But I just, when it comes to fantasy you're it's one situation you're never going to be right you're never going to play the right guy you can you're going to need the cuff of the cuff to have this entire backfield um in dynasty if you do fantastic but good luck trying to find the one that you want to play like it's going to be interesting 
Yeah, I think you nailed it. I mean, it's a messy backfield. Um, what we learned in San Francisco is that McDaniel can run the ball with anyone. Jeff Wilson Jr., Jamichael Hasty, whoever you got, throw him in there with his scheme. It will be successful, which is great. But yeah, for roster management, trying to figure out what to do, like you said, I, I don't want that. Like, I, if, if you pick one, yeah, I think it's Edmonds, but I would rather just not have that be an issue. I totally agree with, yeah, it could be trying to decide who plays. I just think Chase Edmonds is the best of them all. So I'm hoping that he'll get the run. But you're right. It could be anybody. I mean, they could decide that Gaskins is the best that day. And like you said, they did it in San Francisco with everybody. So Yeah. As a guy who had Gaskin last year, I, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, as a guy who had Jeff Wilson the year before that. Good I mean, point. You, know, you got so me there, I, yeah. Um, it's just so convoluted. The next guy on the list is Raheem Mostert, who did also sign. And that one does scare me a little bit just because the familiar how do you say that word familiarity there we go nailed it um uh, 29 chip cartilage in the knee yeah like yeah. that's ugh. it's the and fastest guy, guy with chip cartilage you'll that's, ever that's it counts on his speed and he's got that going on that makes me real nervous yeah so you're i think i think you guys are right just that backfield's going to be too scary and they're probably going to draft somebody too so just to add to it <laughs> naturally um, as soon as that went down, as soon as Chase Edmonds was traded, James Conner very quickly signed uh, back to stay in Arizona. Three years, $21 million. He's 26 years old and coming off a really good year last year. He he scored a lot of touchdowns. Um, I think that he can keep that up. Unless, I mean, unless they decide to draft somebody, I think he'll he'll have a pretty good year. Yeah, I think he really proved himself because, I mean, you had him laminated under injury prone, you know, or questionable. He was hurt all the time. Um, he rewarded a lot of brave fantasy owners last year who were like, I'm going to take a chance on this guy. Let's see what happens here. And he just had this historic year. Um, you know, that being said, he was touchdown dependent. He only ended up with 750 rushing yards. Um, and so, which is kind of crazy with the numbers he was putting up. It was just putting up all these touchdowns and it was like, he was not really getting that many yards. Like you said, Edmonds was there as well. And obviously if you are going to draft him, you have to go get a cuff. He is uh, immediately. Yeah, I agree with you. Eno Benjamin, um, I think is the guy as of now, um, he has done nothing so far, but he is a guy that you want to get. You can probably get him real late. You can get him cheap, might be on waivers, but yeah, go get him. Um, he may turn into something, but he'll definitely be good insurance for Connor. Good call. I think so far, Connor has been a, one of the winners of free agency. You know, losing Chase Edmonds, kind of getting it to his team or getting the team to himself. But I think you're right. It could change if they bring somebody else in or if they draft some, somebody or if, if he does get hurt. You know, things could change drastically. But, but I like it. I think he's well. Uh, we did talk about Ronald Jones a little bit. He left Tampa Bay. He signed with Kansas City for one year. I didn't find how much money. I could just couldn't find it anywhere. It wasn't on there. But it was a one-year kind of prove-it contract, 24 years old. The guy can run the ball. The guy cannot catch the ball. So in theory, there's a way that him and CEH work well together. But I don't know who's the one. I don't know who's the guy. Matt, do you prefer one of them or... Um, yeah, I do, but just when it comes to Ronald Jones, I just don't, he's not someone I have any interest in whatsoever. It's, uh, they, you're not the only one. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and, and it's, I mean, it's obvious he averaged less than five points per week last year. Um, and you know, on a very good offense, I would say in dynasty, if you have a spot on your roster to keep him stashed in redraft, he's just 
don't worry about it. Yeah, I saw one thing from Andy Reid that said he could be a huge part of this offense, which I just feel like is one of those coach speak things that make the guy feel good. And like, yay, we believe in you. You know, whereas McDaniel saying like, hey, I want to use Tyreek Hill as a Debo figure. That's more believable. This yeah. just feels like rah, rah. Um, and you bring him in for, I assume, cheap, even though we can't find the money. I, I don't like it. I think CEH is the guy. Um, I, I'm not excited about it. And, you know, I guess that means Daryl Williams will not be back. And he Probably, had, right? He had a sneaky, nice year. I yeah, looked he, and I was kind of like, whoa, okay. He does that. He, he has these sneaky years where you're just like, whoa, that was pretty nice. Like, right. It was while CEH was out, though. Yeah, sure. So I don't know how much it would, but yeah, you're right. But that lends to your point, Nick, about maybe they're not looking for just like a CEH backup. They're looking for a more complimentary piece. Right. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I have. I'm one of those dumb guys that drafted CEH with the the one one instead of Jonathan Taylor, so I have a couple. Oh, you guys know what else I did in our Keystone Dynasty? I took CEH like in the third or fourth round over Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of excitement. Joe about Joe CEH. drafted Nick Chubb. <laughs> Darn right. <laughs> and Joe won the won the league actually. You did mention that in the opener, didn't you? Um, yeah, I appreciate yeah. you circling back to that. I was going to, Gonna but it's much to more. I think those are probably some of this. <laughs> Let's hit the tight ends real quick. To be honest, there's not really much to talk about. I'm just going to tell you what a couple of them did, and then we'll see. Gesicki, Mike Gesicki, we've mentioned him. He did go back to Miami. Dalton Schultz, we've mentioned him. He went back to the Cowboys. David Njoku. He signed back with the Browns, and Zach Ertz went back to Arizona. Any interest in any of these guys, Matt? Yeah, I really like Gusecki on this offense now, especially you know with Tyreek there. I think he's going to run some uh, screen plays and then kind of roll off and be open for Tua on some you know option. Schultz had a terrific year last year, and a third yeah, tight end. Really and him and Dak are on the same page. With Amari Cooper gone, I think he's going to be a nice complimentary uh, act. Uh, I want nothing to do with David Njoku. I don't care. He finished tight end 22 last year. I do think he was out a few games. I don't know how many games he played, but he was just not relevant. And Zach Ertz finished tight end five last year, Um, you know, 31. And he's just doing really well over there. With uh, Christian Kirk gone, I think he's still going to get a lot of volume. I like him there. Uh, He, as a guy who has stock in him, I watched a lot of his games last year. He doesn't look 31. He looks like he's 25, and he looks like he's out there putting in the work. Okay. Joe? Yeah, I have Schultz I'm all in on. I kind of alluded to that earlier. I think he's fits great there, is comfortable there, does well there. I like him a lot. Ertz, yeah, solid, very good. Jaseki, I like him. I don't – was there something weird about, like, when Tua was in, he wasn't good, and when Tua was out, he was good? That was when Fitzpatrick was there, right? Could, Wasn't Fitzpatrick yeah. loved him? Yeah. And then Tua, yeah, yeah it, there is that going on. Yeah. But like I said, with this, like with Tiger Kill there now, I think yeah. they're going to line up on the same side. But I, yeah, you're right. I mean, who knows how that uh, that works? Um, he was tight end eight last year, and in a you know in a position that is so dry, like anything in the top ten, sometimes you're just like, I'll, I'll take what I need. He just turns into Kelsey now. He's got Hill, so now he's Kelsey. So <laughs> <laughs> pick him up. Bold <laughs> prediction: Kaseki better than Kelsey at the end of the year. Ooh. <laughs> It'll be close. <laughs> Gotta get the decimal out. <laughs> I think with tight end, there's three or four guys and then everybody else. Yeah. And I think that there's not a large difference between tight end five and tight end 15. So 
I'm not super interested in any of these guys, but I think that Gesicki and Schultz have the opportunity to be tight end three again. I mean, that that's not out of either one of their elements, um, but I think that it could easily be tight end 12 as well. Um, I am a guy that likes to stock up on tight ends, so I have a bunch of them, and I usually try to get Kelsey in them, but... You know, I I am to a point where Kelsey's getting to the point of at some point he has to drop off, right? Or start the Tom Brady program. So headache every year plays that tight end, <laughs> trying to figure out what you're just like. Oh, right. God. So okay, am I going to go early or am I just going to try and shuffle these guys around? And that's yeah. Then you're almost needing two of them. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you have some of the guys, you need two, and you just hope whichever one has a has a better week. So. I advise tight in a little bit early, get one of the guys that matters and hope that hope they stay healthy. Yep. Um, yeah, that's about it for the guys, some of the big guys that have moved, but there's still some parts out there. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo has not been traded. The 49ers are now saying they're not in a hurry to do that. We mentioned Baker Mayfield. He's still with the Browns. They've also said they're not in a hurry. Um, to move him and there's still a bunch of guys that are unsigned we also didn't even touch any you know offensive lines that have changed and stuff like that but we'll see how it goes the draft's coming up the nfl drafts in april and we'll kind of see how it's going but it it's been fun it like we we talked about in the beginning it has been a drunk nfl offseason it really has and you know it's one of those things like usually it's just speculation you're like oh i heard that this guy may go here and this now you're really paying attention because it is possible that guy may go there you're like it's you see the crawler you see you know flip on you just see a little snippet on something on espn and like this guy's meeting with them and you're like that probably matters now it's all the kinds of things and it's just and it, a whirlwind and some of them i mean deshaun watson to the browns i mean tyreek was even considering the jets like i mean these <laughs> things have been going around that stuff that doesn't I feel like this doesn't happen on a normal you know normal year Adams to the Raiders. That was the biggest. I, that was the number one. Like, and I when they said he bought a house, there, I was like, yeah, so what? He likes Vegas. Who cares? Like him and Derek Carr are friends. But when he actually signed, I my jaw fell wide open. I was like, you gotta be kidding me! This I thought him and Aaron were gonna be locked. Thought they were joined at the hip. Yeah, one could dream. You kept the receipt for your uh, Devontae Adams jersey, right? You send it back. <laughs> I only buy blank jerseys now. There's, there's no loyalty out there anymore. You just pick a team and. Players come and go. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But this is the beauty of the Dynasty Leagues, man. When all this stuff is going on, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that likes to tinker with my lineup, look at it every once in a while. Ah, what can I do to make it better? See what I'm feeling. But when there's all these moves going on, there is lots of reason to pull up your lineup. What does that mean for those guys and the trickle-down effect? you yeah. got to go look at your team. you got to say, okay, who else is on this roster now? Who's on the new roster and say, okay, these guys have opportunity. Maybe I can make a trade where someone doesn't realize there's value there. 100%, especially yeah. something like the Allen Robinson situation. Like you had, Nick, it's just like, wow, he just huge upgrade. And it just revived his career. Let's see what happens here. It's, I mean, he hasn't yet, but there's a good possibility he will. It has been crazy, too, to see in our Keystone Dynasty, I was trying so hard to get to it. I had sent out a lot of trades and, uh, Forster was close. He was do okay. Maybe this guy, maybe that guy, and we'd work some stuff back. And then instantly, the Tyreek Hill trade went up. And he was just like, "Yeah, no, no chance." <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, I get it. Makes sense. I mean, I had no, you know, it wasn't that isn't. I didn't think anything like that was going to happen. I just thought that he was 
consistent. And I was like, yeah, I need another quarterback to, you know, back some guys up. So I was trying to move some stuff. And then, you know, and it's crazy to see how fast a guy can go from, you know, oh, yeah, Tua's probably quarterback 24. And now people are like, oh, is, you know, is he quarterback 12? Yeah. QB2 you know, with QB1 upside? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it can it can just change really fast. And and that's, you know, that's why you got to pay attention to what's going on in the offseason. And it's been fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. Um, before we get out of here, let's get into our drunken trade of the week. This is brought to you by At Bad Fantasy Football Trades on Facebook. This one is fun. I will I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of a heads up on it. It's a one quarterback, but it is tight end premium. Tight ends get an extra point per reception. The pick is pick 110, but this happened before the Deshaun Watson trade. Okay? So, our friend Butt Fumble was giving up Amari Cooper and in return, trying to get George Kittle and a 22 first. I want to remind you, tight end premium. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part you want to remind us about. <laughs> this, yeah, this is a fun one. It's You just scratch your head at it. <laughs> Kittle had a little bit of a down year, so you probably thought maybe he could kind of you know, feed off that a little bit and thought, oh, 110, that's that's practically a second. Maybe he'll <laughs> go for it. No one's going for that. No, not at all. And maybe he was overthinking. He's like, oh, McDaniel's gone, so. <laughs> Kittle's toast. <laughs> yeah, man, that is, I mean, especially Amari Cooper, like you mentioned, he right? You said he didn't hit 1,000 yards last year, right. so he didn't have an up year either. And he got traded for a sixth-round pick. And then all of a sudden, George, I mean, I know the NFL picks, and but still, I mean, he was barely traded for anything. And then, yeah, George Kittle in a first. No. And before Deshaun, yeah. I can't yeah, emphasize yeah. that enough. Like, he's still, like, Baker was throwing to him. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, I hate it. I like to give uh, Nate a hard time for sending out trades. And so I actually posted this one on uh, Bad Fantasy Football Trades and, and tagged him. Just to, <laughs> It wasn't Let even involved. Uh, Johnny Summers, though, isn't on Facebook, so he sent it to me. So I put it on there and tagged him. Yeah, definitely a good uh, drunken trade. Too many KBS espressos before. For sure, for <laughs> sure. All right, guys. How'd it go? How uh, How'd you like it, Matt? I loved it. I love being a part of this. It's fantastic. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is awesome. Joe? I had a great time. It's just fun sitting down, BSing with you guys, talking about football. I mean, especially in the offseason right now, just being able to break all this down, make sense of it, and hear you guys' opinions. It's, it's too much fun. I yeah. loved it. No, definitely. It's our, our first episode is a threesome. Mm. Um, will you guys be back? If I'm invited, I'm I'm already here. I'll just I'll just stay in the seat with my headphones on. You tell me when you want to come back. Yeah, I'm with Joe. I'm just gonna keep the headphones on. And I'll just plug in whatever jacket you need me to. Let's we'll talk. Hell about. yeah, <laughs> that's kind of your your theme in life, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, love you guys. I'm so happy that we get to talk fantasy football, and I know that you know we talk enough fantasy football that we don't always agree and i'm happy that there's going to be some of those conversations that we have that uh you know we're not always on board on the same people and stuff like that so it's going to be fun i'm excited to have you guys thanks for coming on thanks for doing this thanks for everyone that was out there listening we appreciate you guys we hope you enjoyed it hope you enjoyed the threesome 
um, let us know. Reach out, fantasyondraft at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any thoughts. If you'd like to know how we did, like to know how you thought we were with the three of us. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. This was fun. Uh, let's get out of here. Cheers, friends. Tip your bartender. Cheers, everybody. Later, friends.